The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the available lines ahead of the college basketball tournament on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And we're live. Chris, it's July 17th, and we are at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On the dot, as we start this, and the New York Giants and Saquon Barkley did not come to a long-term agreement. So according to Adam Schefter, he is not going to report to camp. The Giants might not see him until the end of the summer. And it's just one of those situations that is... I don't know if unfortunate is the right word, but it's definitely going to be a hot topic on Twitter because Saquon Barkley is such a big part of the New York Giants offense. But as we discussed before the show, and as we've discussed over the last, I would say half decade now, the running back market in general is completely devalued. If you, I mean, I'm sure we'll go through plenty of examples of that case. And it's just an unfortunate time to be a running back and Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, and Tony Pollard all realized that today. Last time, according to Adam Schefter, a long-term deal worth over $10 million was signed by a running back was Nick Chubb in 2021. That was over 700 days ago. So it's not a great time to be a running back. But Chris, what's your opinion on what's going on here on July 17th? Yeah, this this doesn't come as much of a surprise to me. Just like you said before we went live, you know, just kind of read the room. You had Ezekiel Elliott, who had who signed a monster deal, get cut for cap purposes. Had Christian McCaffrey, he's currently the king of the mountain as far as running back contracts are concerned. And I'm, it might be a while before we see one that eclipses his $16 million a year number. He got traded to free up salary cap. Yeah. This is a thing we've talked about before where every, almost every single team that has signed a running back to a big contract has regretted it pretty quickly. So from that perspective, I, I, I'm not at all surprised that the Giants are fine with Barkley playing on the $10.09 million franchise tag. That's what it is for the running backs. And I'm kind of comfortable saying it's $10.1 million. Uh, fewer significant figures. It's fine. Yeah. I think the other kind of story that goes along with this is that it is the running backs who are going to be playing on the franchise tag. Lamar Jackson got the franchise tag. He reached a monster deal with the Ravens. Uh, Deron Payne got the franchise tag with the Commanders. He is playing. He got a big deal as well recently. And then just what was it yesterday, last night? Uh, it was officially announced today. Evan Ingram was 
slapped with the franchise tag by the Jacksonville Jaguars. They came to a three-year, 40-some million-dollar contract. It's the running backs and just the cratering value of that position that are kind of left on the outside looking in. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And the situation is complex. I see a lot of people, Chris, on Twitter trying to make one side a bad guy, the other side the good guy. I, I it's it's not that simple. Okay. It's never that black and white. Saquon Barkley deserves to get as much as he can. Okay, what he believes he is worth. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, Joe Shane and the New York Giants have to adhere to a market. It would be a dereliction of duty if they overpaid somebody and nobody else was willing to pay that player that contract. And that's just the reality of the situation that the New York Giants have. Look, Saquon Barkley is very important. He was very important to the 2022 New York Giants. But I see a lot of people comparing Daniel Jones and the, and the quarterback market w- with this Saquon Barkley situation, I don't even think those two things are comparable because the quarterback market is so much larger than what is going on with the running back. As we have said, it's, it's been a terrible, it's been terrible for running backs just in general. You named a couple. I mean, Todd Gurley signed a contract like two years before his contract was up, never played a snap on that contract, ended up getting cut by the Los Angeles Rams after signing that in 2018. It was supposed to be through this season, his contract at that time. They had to eat like over $20 million to get rid of that contract. And I think that might have been one of the first instances of a lot of these of a lot of running backs or a lot of teams, I should say, seeing these running backs and being like, you know what? I'm not sure if, if uh, paying a running back this much money in the modern NFL is really the prudent move to to building a healthy roster. Now, Saquon Barkley, it's a little bit different though, Chris, because he, I still think he does have a lot of value, but if you want to talk about tying up money long-term with all the injuries that he had in his past, that is not necessarily something that I would want to sign off on as a general manager especially if there are not other teams that are willing to pay that same player that contract. Yeah, and that is a big part of it, is that running backs have the shortest careers on average of any position, of any player in the NFL. It's when your average running back is is in the NFL for three years or less, it really is difficult to justify paying them Yeah. Even a even a potentially great running back, it's difficult to justify paying them twelve, fourteen million dollars a year. And the other side of that is that running back production is, on average, pretty replaceable. It's just so much of what goes into a running play has nothing to do with who carries the ball, uh, the blocking up front, the offensive personnel package how 
many receivers and how the routes run can influence the defense. Even your field position, where you are on the field, can have an impact on how effective the running play is. And that's before the ball is even handed off. Yeah, It's kind of like uh, you're looking to buy a car and you want to get a car that's pretty fast. You could get a 300 horsepower Mustang that will serve you perfectly well and not have to shell out for an $85,000 Corvette because you're probably never going to use the extra mm, two, three, 400 horsepower that the Corvette may have. Just That's just the reality of it. Unless you bring it to the Autobahn, Chris. Well, and you could yeah, really use but, it out there. And then another I, aspect. That's kind of, of a this, long drive from, say, New York. <laughs> I'd say so. Another aspect of this, too, is there's a lot of conjecture here. We don't know the contract negotiations. We've heard there's been a lot of misinformation out there, according to Saquon Barkley's camp, that might have been leaked by the Giants. Maybe it wasn't. So there's just a lot of conjecture. I have no idea. You have no idea, as of right now, what the New York Giants offered Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley has said that he wasn't, I think he said it twice in the offseason, that he wasn't looking to set the market at the running back position, which would be about 16 million, a little bit north of 16 million, which is where Christian McCaffrey is setting right now. So until that information is really divulged, we're not going to be 100% certain on the numbers or anything of that nature. No, it, there is going to be a lot to, to a lot to unpack over the days and weeks. Uh, we will get a glimpse into how the Giants want to use the running back position. You know, with Saquon Barkley on effectively a one-year deal, assuming he doesn't sit out the season, which that's something else we can get into. We really could see the Giants ride him and ride him hard. You know, last year, Daniel Jones did a lot of carrying the ball, which that does expose your quarterback to more risk than if they just hand the ball off or sit in the pocket. You know, we saw back before the Cowboys drafted Ezekiel Elliott, they used their running back in the last year of his deal, almost an irresponsible amount. And they just ran him right into the ground and then moved on. And it would be cold. It would be callous but we could see the Giants do something similar because we know how important the running game was to them last year. So we also have some stuff coming out from Ryan Dunleavy of the New York Post saying that his sense, and I think I saw a couple other people on the beat saying this as well, Saquon Barkley and the Giants, they were really not that far away, but both sides felt like they had already given up a lot. So they already felt like they capitulated and they capitulated and they were much closer than maybe they were a month ago or what have you. And it just didn't end up getting, the deal just didn't end up getting done. I'm, I think Ryan Dunleavy has also said that it came down to guaranteed money and then the average per year, which isn't really a surprise. And he suggested that maybe if the Giants incentivized or built incentives into his deal, maybe that could have bridged the gap. Obviously, we know that did not happen. Yeah, and there are probably risks associated because Barkley has dealt with injuries over the past several years. You know, this, this year was his first healthy year since his rookie season. And we saw how much he carried the ball in the first half of the year, how many times he touched the ball. And we did see his explosiveness, his effectiveness wane over the course of the season. You 
And they might have felt that what his camp was looking for just had too much risk for them, that it would be a little too much money with a little too much potential for injury, for basically paying a player to be in the training room. And both sides have their own responsibilities. You know, Barkley has his responsibility to himself, to his family. The Giants have the responsibility to the franchise to have a fiscally healthy roster, to not get in cap hell again. They they just got out of it. They don't need that again. Exactly. It's not a good guys or bad guys thing. But Chris, now that the Giants did not come to this long-term agreement, you have the franchise tag that is right there for Saquon Barkley. According to Adam Schefter, he might not report to camp. All of this might happen. What do you think the next steps are for Saquon Barkley and the New York Giants as we head into training camp here shortly? Yeah, I think the next steps are to make sure the lines of communication stay open, to make sure that Saquon does get into camp. Now, he is on a one-year fully guaranteed deal. He, he doesn't really have any security past this year so it's understandable if he decides to sit out training camps sit out the preseason he really doesn't need it (laughs) let's be honest here he he is good enough he understands the offense he's a smart guy he doesn't really need the wear and tear on his body he doesn't need the injury risk that camp and the preseason will present to him And we didn't really see the starters play a whole hell of a lot in preseason last year anyway. So, But I do think maintaining the lines of communication between the camps and making sure Saquon is ready and available when the season starts, when the games count for real, is the next step. Because what the Giants really don't need is for Saquon to get angry, get upset, and decide to make a power move and demonstrate to everybody how important he is and just how much he brings to the table for the team or any team and start sitting out actual games. Exactly. And it's not an ideal situation, but they're but I, I do admire Joe Shane having conviction. Like, look, he capitulated a little bit, according to a couple reports, tried to bridge the gap. It didn't get done. He didn't panic and just say, okay, we need you. You know, he had his standards and he had what he believed Saquon Barkley's value was to the team. And he wasn't going to budge much past that. So there is a part of me that does appreciate that from our general manager, because it is easy, easy to just appease the fan base and bring back your star running back. But Chris, do you have anything else on this situation before we head out of here, buddy? No, I I think based on what we know now, right now we're just kind of looking to wait and see what happens, wait and see if Barkley will sign the franchise tag because he really can't do anything for the Giants until he signs that franchise tag. You know, today was the deadline for negotiations. After today, after as of about 15 minutes ago, as we sit here speaking about it, the two sides can no longer negotiate on a long-term deal until the season is over with. So right now it really is kind of franchise tag or nothing for Saquon Barkley. So we're now we're just kind of sitting and waiting to see, hopefully Barkley will sign the tag when he does, when he will rejoin the team. And then if he doesn't, then things start to get very interesting. Also as camp gets here, I, I am kind of interested to see what the offense looks like, how it takes shape without Barkley present 
And if they make any changes to account for the fact that they don't have their most explosive offensive player. Let's talk about that for a little bit, because the Giants added Eric Gray in the fifth round. Eric Gray. Yes. I think a lot of Giant fans imagine he's going to be involved as a receiver. Matt Breida had that role last year. The Giants felt it was yep. necessary to bring Matt Breida back. I think that was a very wise move because Breida just seemed like every time his number was called last year, he executed and did exactly what he had to do to pick up yep. a first down. Who is going to get the primary carries here if Saquon Barkley is not in camp? Do you think they try to get the experience under the belt of Eric Gray, get the confidence, see if he can handle that load, and then Matt Breida would remain in the role that he had last year in the pony package as a spellback? Or do you think Breida will assume some of that and we'll see a 50-50 type of split? I think Brito would move to the four. I don't know that it would be a 50-50 type split. I think he would certainly get more snaps than he did last year, but he he is the experienced guy. He's the veteran. He is the one who has seen a, he's been a starter. He, he has seen NFL defenses. Gary Brightwell has as well, but not nearly as much. And Eric Gray, as you said, he is a rookie. So one of a running backs, most important jobs is pass protection. And having a guy there who understands the speed of the NFL game, he understands NFL blitz packages, he understands just the size and power of NFL defenders. That's the guy I want out there, either to pass protect or to make sure he is where he's supposed to be to catch a check down or to understand how the defense is flowing so he knows what gap to hit, when to hit it, how to adjust his tempo behind the line of scrimmage. Just all of those little things that you don't ever really think of, but a veteran does just instinctively, just because he's done it a hundred thousand times before. Yeah, I think that's one of the one of the many fascinating things heading into training camp. I feel like we've been discussing it a lot throughout the offseason. You have so many defensive battles, and now without Saquon Barkley there, that running back discussion gets that much more interesting. But just to reiterate real quick, there were six players in the NFL that were assigned the franchise tag. Three of them were running backs. The three who were not running backs all were assigned to extensions, and the three who were not all either have to settle for the franchise tag, sit out, or what have you. We'll have to wait and see exactly how the Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, and Saquon Barkley situations manifest and materialize. Chris, anything else, bro? No, we've got, we'll have another podcast this week. We can go into that a little bit more. We also have to talk about the defensive side of the ball for the Giants, speaking of roster battles. So we're kind of back into wait and see mode, even though we actually got some resolution on the one thing that's kind of overshadowed everything since March. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Chris and Nick show here on Big Blue View Radio. Please, if you have not done so already, like, subscribe, comment to this podcast wherever you get wherever you get the podcast, whether that is on iTunes or Spotify. And also, if you're on YouTube, you can like it. That'd be cool. We're live right now. Please head on over to BigBlueView.com as well. Check out all of our written content. Thank you, everyone, and have a lovely day.